0: Ever ever two heels in a freeze. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Two Heels in the Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we have another Zello Pro show upcoming. That's right, I rhyme. Zello Pro Show. And we were also at the last one, so we're going to touch briefly on that. And as well, stick around, because you're going to hear from the Drama King himself, uh, Matt Raywalt, formerly known as 88 English. And hear about what he's going to do with the baker on September 17th as Wrestling Returns to Weed Street, Zello Pro. Joe's don't on Weech- get, get ahead of, of yourself that? there
1: charlie <laughs> I just we, started, have, I just we have a fumbling. whole show we gotta talk about
0: <laughs> i tried to i tried to save it thanks for saving me i almost <laughs> went was, off the rails there
1: <laughs> this was cello pros big comeback you know the first show after you know wrestling was pretty much non-existent for months in the chicagoland area at least you know, we definitely had Warrior Wrestling had their show, uh, but Zello yeah. Pro ran their show Stronger Together on the 15th of August. That day was insane for me because it was uh, during the weekend. I had no power. I decided to go buy a car and also try to make it across town to Zello. So I remember walking in and I heard the drama king on the mic. It was it was definitely by the time I got there and enjoyed those beers. I was like, okay, thank God.
0: I feel normal again no oh, i didn't know I didn't even know that you were so stressed when you got there. you didn't even tell me that no, I was like that that was left at the door.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it was nice to feel some a c yeah,
0: but now um, I'm here, right
1: yeah, absolutely
0: mm-hmm. yeah, the drama King opened up the show with his a little greeting, uh kind of a happy to be back and you what you want to read off the results and uh, yeah, I have results in this. front of me
1: um so the show opened up with a uh, Bryce Benjamin defeating Jay Fowler, Bunce of Steel. Okay. We had the Freelance uh, Wrestling Academy inv- Invitational Match where the winner out of that was uh, Jacob, Jacob Dean, Dean Jacob. Sorry about that. Um, that is not my fault. I'm not going to say uh, what source I'm using to read up my results since I don't want to put them in a bad place. But okay. thank you for providing those results. <laughs> uh, singles match, uh, Missa Kate defeated Jay Raves. Okay. Tag team match, the Blackheart Battalion defeated Cole Radrick and Sage Phillips. The Blackheart Battalion team in this match was Jason Hades and Storm Grayson. Okay. Then there was a singles match, uh, Brubaker defeating Dean Jacobs, came back again. Then it was a two-on-one handicap match, the Bank Bros uh, defeating Brubaker by DQ. Yes. Uh, singles match: C.J. Sparsa defeating J.J. Garrett, and the Cello Pro's women title match between Laney Luck and Brooke Valentine. That was Laney Luck picking up the win and retaining her title.
0: All right. Let's each take a deep breath. Yes. I couldn't. Um, I couldn't when it, during the opening. I couldn't. They just call it wrestling on Weed Street, right? It's, that is the seems like it's the name of this show again, and name mm-hmm. of prior shows. That's what I was trying to to get out of my mouth, basically, in an orderly fashion, and it didn't work. But what are, what are some matches that stuck out to you, Chris, out of, out of what you just said?
1: So going into the show, because they announced that, I think, probably a few days before the show happened, was the Freelance Wrestling Academy Invitational. Yep. You know, we love Chicago wrestling. Freelance is big. The Freelance Wrestling Academy is big. And um, I was looking forward to see who we were going to see in that match. And uh, Dean Jacobs looks... Like he used the quarantine to get bulkier and oh, yeah. more ripped. So he destroyed through
0: through his opponents. Um Warbear yeah, tre- part of that. Uh-huh. Who oh yeah, Warbear, Trevor Outlaw, and someone else whose name I do not recall, but may have wrestled for Galley before.
1: Yes. Uh Angel, I think he was trying a new gimmick, uh Puerto Rican gimmick, uh okay. sason something. And Angel, I apologize for that, but Uh, We talked briefly because he threw me off a little bit. Like, that's not the character he normally would play uh, at Gali. Um, So he said it was the first night introducing the new character. Uh, And because it was the Invitational, everybody came out to the same music. And him coming out with the Puerto Rican gimmick and dancing to, like, some, like, hard metal in the background as salsa dancing threw me off, and I just couldn't feel it. But I've definitely seen some of the stuff that he's done at Gali now that kind of matches with... With the gimmick and it feels good and good luck to him and hopefully we see him, you know, in other shows as well. Um, yeah,
0: they did a really good job. Yeah, everyone in that match. It,
1: it was, you know, they had some uh, some high spots. Uh, it, it had everything and, and I really enjoyed that match uh, even though it was the second match of the show. Uh, the Bryce Benjamin match. It was good to see him back. It was it was good to see familiar faces. Uh, the refs. Uh, you know, two Jews. Uh, Chico did some uh, some rough work there. A lot of rough work. A lot of rough work to the point he kind of you know, he's like, I feel safe. I'm gonna remove my mask because I need some oxygen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I lo- I really like the Mr. KJ Raves match. I thought it was the most unique match on the card. I think so too. Yeah, I think the crowd got into the uh, like the Black Heart Battalion. Kind of double match stuff the most,
2: mm-hmm. uh, but
0: I think the J Raves and Miss A Kate match uh, was super different. It involved Chico doing drugs, and um, it, it, they try they, they stood out because they tried to go a different route uh, when everyone was zigging, they were zagging. So I mean, props to them. It involves some comedy and it involves some other unique flavors. So um, I think the I think the crowd got really into, well, the main event, but I think the crowd got really into the black heart battalion tag match. I think that was like super high paced,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: with a Sage Phillips and Cole Radrick. And also then, uh, I remember we popped pretty hard when Brew Baker had beaten Dean Jacobs. And then the bang bros came out for the handicap match because we recognized the music, the mm-hmm. old town road. And we kind of knew what was up. So That's I remember another
1: that was, guy, uh, Davy Bang looks, looks jacked. I think I mentioned that on a previous episode when I first saw my golly. Uh, but yeah, like dude, dude is working it. He hasn't lost a step and August uh, what I popped for was somebody in the crowd was chanting for August. And it's like, it's your month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a whole month of August Matthews. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The, the quarantine, is a lot of bad but there are silver linings the silver linings are
1: of course because the hype is still there people still want to see you know these shows and even if it's the comeback show like you're you're just happy to see these guys all over guys and gals
0: there's pent-up demand it's good it was great to see familiar faces it was great to just tell everyone like hey great job you know you you put on a show you're you're they're they're doing their part to try to revitalize in a way Mm -hmm. and uh And they put on a great show. And everyone there – it seemed like everyone there was was giving it their all. And, like, even – even, and everyone – that was a good test for everyone to kind of play to the crowd, right? Because it was at low capacity, so you could hear everything the crowd was saying. You could hear all the chants. You could hear all the side comments, the the things that we were just, like, randomly shouting. And some people – some wrestlers took advantage of that to try to have that play into the match. And I thought it was a really – like – you could have ignored it as a wrestler, but a lot of wrestlers, especially the heels, like, lashed onto that. So I thought it was a really good job by people doing that.
1: Yeah, good crowd participation, like, because you definitely, like, in a low capacity and in a, an area that sound does pick up and it's not an outdoor show, like we've talked about previously at Warrior, where, you know, the noise goes everywhere. Here, the noise stays within, so you can hear what people are saying and not saying. So, you know, we we tried – our heart is to make it as loud as possible and our palms definitely showed for after the show (laughs) i clapped a lot i clapped a lot it was
0: like yeah it was a little bit like we're happy everyone's here and like let's try to make some noise in this in this area and yeah our palms our palms were hurt our palms are sweaty knees weak arms are heavy
1: mom's spaghetti
0: yeah you know um
1: there was no spaghetti though i was hungry uh, <laughs> you order come spaghetti come. at Joe's? they
0: have good spaghetti? Is that what you order from I,
1: there usually? No, I just order anything. But I didn't know they would, they had food if you wanted food. But I didn't know that. Okay. Um, uh, but anyway, like it, again, this is a solo uh, pro show where there, it's it's quick, it's concise, it's packed, it's full of energy. It was definitely it, it was good. I I enjoyed
0: it. Yeah. No, it was a it was a, it was a great show, and it was just it was a good reintroduction. Laney mm-hmm. got a win, establishing more of that title, and um, it was Elena, a good ref. Elena refresh. Black
1: came at the end, yeah, with her own goth unicorn
0: head, right? Um, yeah, she put some eyeliner on it,
1: and then she stabbed her own unicorn's face. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what that meant. The
0: symbolism. The Is symbolism, the- Chris.
1: Okay. I was like, I thought that was supposed to be Laney's head, but Laney's head is over there. But I guess it was just a warning. Be aware of Elena
0: Black. And the Sisters of Destruction were announced to wrestle Laney Luck and Mr. Kate at the next show, which is called Wrestling on Weed Street, which I screwed up earlier on September 17th. So Elena Black is going to get her chance to stab Laney in the head with a knife or whatever she, or she, whatever she, <laughs> she likes to do. <laughs> yeah, and uh the Drama King versus the Filth King. Kylie Ray's on the poster, Bryce Benjamin's on the poster, and I think that's all that's announced so far.
1: Nope. First time ever, Drama King versus Filth King. Um then we have the the tag match, which is Mr. Kay, Lady Luck versus Selena Black and Blair Onyx. Um after that, uh there's no other matches announced aside of Kylie
0: being on the poster um, and Bryce Benjamin. So there's still some mystery. Uh, still some stuff to be announced going, we're recording this on August 31st, but until then, unless you have anything else, Chris, I think we could, I,
1: yeah, before we go over there though, over to the interview with uh, the drama king, Matt. Yes. Um, I think it's fair for us to, um, just, you know, ask our fans if they could and are willing to support and show support towards Laney Luck and GPA as their apartment burnt down. Correct. We'll we'll put links out there. It's to uh, directly to Lainey's PayPal. They were fortunate enough to um, not lose anything that's not replaceable. It's 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 unfortunate that and within a week I had to two of these cases where people that in this case wrestlers, people that we know, people that we interacted with, that you know love wrestling and love something you know and, and entertain us had to go through this. Um, I had also a close friend who just recently also lost his house because of a fire. Um, So in this case, if you're willing to, and if you can and are able to, um, you know, spare some bucks towards Laney and GPA just to help them get back on their feet.
0: Right. Yeah. They, uh, anything helps. Mm -hmm. It could be a dollar. It could be $5. Honestly, anything helps. It helps them just recover things that help them get through their, their their everyday lives um it helps them kind of start a new in a sense and, and find a new place and uh we wish them the best of luck but yeah wayne also has a patreon you can support her there but i think direct payment to through paypal is one of the best ways to do it and there are two people that have given their heart and soul and uh let's show them a little love back what do you say
1: i agree 100 percent. let's jump on to the uh interview with the drama king but before uh we let you go as that's going to conclude our episode. Let me tell you real quick how to follow us on social media. That's Two Heels Interface. Number two, Heels Interface. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can visit our website at twoheelsinterface.com, and you can check out our episodes. We're at Charlie.
0: Uh, you can check them out on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on Stitcher Radio, on Google Play, on iTunes, and probably some other random stuff. Hopefully, YouTube. If I ever get around to uploading things, and if you want daily to see motion.
1: Our- Don't lose track of that.
0: Yeah can't forget daily motion. If you want to see our, our faces and see Chris's cool background and, and my ceiling of my, of my condo, <laughs> you can do that. So, all right, let's go to the drama King. All right, Chris, we're now on the line with a gentleman that most of our fans will probably know. Uh, his name is Matt Raywalt. He is the drama King, formerly known as uh, Mr. Adrian English of WWE, but he's carving a new path. Now And we got some new questions for him. So Matt, first of all, Thanks for taking the time, and how, how's your Monday going? You got a case on the Mondays, or are you in good spirits?
2: I'm no, I'm not doing too bad. Actually, I just, we were talking about before we got on the air, it's been kind of like a bunch of interviews and podcasts lately as, as things have started to pick up. I literally just got done with one about 30 minutes ago. Uh, so you guys are my second interview of the day already.
0: <laughs> yeah, those are great guys. Uh, Mike over at Windy City Mike. Slam is a great guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll, we see him at shows all the time in the area. I'm sure we'll see him at the upcoming Dell Pro Show. Uh, and speaking of, the last one that took place, Stronger Together, uh, on August 15th, you had a little bit of inter- interaction with someone. So, took up, the, took up this role as doing some ring announcing, opened the show, also in a commentary role, um, and then was later called out by a man named Baker. So, we'll get to him, and we'll talk about uh, everything that he's kind of stirring up with the, you know, with his shenanigans. Uh, I wanted to first ask, uh, do you enjoy that mixed role? It seems like you got a lot of versatility. So do you enjoy the mixed role of like commentary, ring-announcing wrestling, or do one or the other, or it's just like whatever throw, they throw at you?
2: Yeah, I mean, man, the one thing I've said uh, is I'm ready to do like anything. And that one of the things I learned doing commentary for WWE was, one, I loved it a lot more than I thought. Two, it was a lot harder than it looks. There's a lot more to that job than I think people understand. And I took a lot of pride and pleasure in it. And so coming out of it into this and everything, it was like, I want to do, let me do everything. I, I think that's, I want to be a versatile performer. You can literally put me anywhere. And I'm not just serviceable. Like, I'm telling you, I'm good and I have fun doing it. And so, like, I want to explore all of it. And you definitely have the voice for it. Like, let's not
1: shy away from that like, <laughs> um and you know so coming into the commentary role uh working with jimmy d a local guy love him he's awesome mm-hmm. but how do you go into like especially it's, it's i guess is it easier or harder in the sense of like you're coming into zella pro and look local chicago wrestling promotion well midwest promotion um but also we're coming back kind of quote-unquote coming back right from a pandemic and being shut down so even like new storylines and you have to connect old storylines together like was there like let's let's you know talk about the the, the show the uh, the flow of the show and how everything was going to play out just so you'll be you know fully equipped to jump on that role
2: sure and so that, that was something i kind of went back and forth with and talking you guys are right jimmy d's great um but I kind of went into that specifically. And I'm not saying I would do this at every single show. It all depends mm-hmm. on the, the individual situation. But that one was my first appearance post-WWE. I knew it was going to be part of a couple appearances I'm going to be making for Zello Pro and everything. So I told Jimmy this. I'm like, I'm coming in as this outside superstar or whatever, outside performer. Right. I'm treating this as both a chance to commentate. And I didn't. I, you know, I looked up everybody on the card, obviously. But I'm, I wanted to speak as almost like scouting right? Because here I am, I'm not, now I'm in this role, I'm not going to just be doing commentary. I am going to be potentially wrestling anybody on this card. Who knows? You know what I mean? So for me, it was both trying to be a good color analyst and commentator in the general aspect, but also, I'm there as a performer, as a wrestler who's like, look, I'm looking at other wrestlers, I'm going to call it, like I see it, I don't know all these people, I'm hoping to learn tonight and from that show. So it was kind of this Back like a mix of roles as opposed to just a straight up you know color commentator or a straight up wrestler i kind of tried to combine those cool and, and speaking of wrestling i i want to ask when is the last time you've been
0: in the ring for a match is this going to be your first one like is it going to be first one upcoming since leaving i know that we following you a little bit but you i'm not sure how intertwined you are with other independent promotions but is this going to be the first one in a while
2: Yes. I mean, this will technically be the first match, like ding, ding, ding in the (laughs) ring uh, in about a year and a half. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I did. Right after I started commentary, I did the Worlds Collide uh, appearance at WrestleMania 35 in New York, and I had a match there and after that i didn't and this will be the first one since then technically i've had the chance to get in the ring and train and i'm going to continue to do that over the next few weeks uh luckily just to get that rust off and everything but uh yeah this is this is the first one back in a while well and so are
0: you i mean how are you just like are you missing it like like how bad are you missing it or what is that feeling like or it's just like something you're really really looking forward to you can't get your mind off of
2: Something I mean, I, I had said this because obviously whenever when I started doing commentary on yeah. WWE, everyone would ask, are you hurt? Are you retired? Are you done? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I, I told everyone, I said, look, this is an opportunity that I'm taking advantage of that I want to explore. But never once in my head was I ever done. I always knew I'm yeah. like, one way or another, I'm, I'm getting back in the ring, whether short term, long term. I'm not done wrestling because I did very much miss it. And that's what I fell in love with from the beginning. So this is i mean this hits me with both extreme excitement i am i'm I'm very much jazzed for it but i i'd be absolutely remiss if i didn't say there there are some nerves in both good and intimidating ways again it's been a year and a half and not only am i just going in i mean a guy like brubaker he's a veteran around here again i said it at the show he was there when i was first breaking into the business yeah i didn't mean that as a shot i just meant when i was first just knocking on doors in the Chicago scene, trying to find out what wrestling was about. He was their main eventing show. So this guy's been around, so I have to bring my A game as well.
0: Absolutely. So your first impression of, since we're on, on the subject, your first impression of Brubaker, um, you well, it, obviously there's respect, which you just said, but then when he kind of, you know, started being himself a little bit more and running his mouth, uh, did that first impression change or is it still – uh, I just still 100% respect uh, in that sense.
2: I mean, there, you have to respect what's there, right? You have to respect the resume. You have to respect the ability. The guy who keeps himself in incredible shape. These are all admirable things. What And you know what? I'll even respect somebody calling me out, right? That's what this business is built on. That's totally fine. Um, where it starts to change a little bit, yeah, is you, know, I, you see him – it's his lack of respect sometimes for the audience, for for the younger guys on the roster. You saw it stronger together, just having his way with a couple of young guys trying to make their name and just, right. for lack of a term, abusing them. And that's where I kind of draw the line. And so that's the kind of attitude he's going to have to pay for on the 17th. Great. Um, what attracted you,
0: besides it being in your hometown, why Zello Pro?
2: So, uh, because they're one of the organizations that I had always been at least – Tangentially aware of uh, okay. one of the independents that I've been aware of while, and during my time with WWE I know obviously again a lot of it is tied to it being the hometown So I know a lot of the guys around here the guys from Freelance or guys I did a CSW show before I got signed they, people like that that community is pretty tight-knit And so I had heard a lot about Zello since they started three years ago And so I knew it was one of the groups that I wanted to work with once I got the chance again I have a lot of pride tied up in being from Chicago and everything. So when they reached out for it to be my first appearance post-WWE, I was very excited. Cool.
1: And when, we, when we think about, when we talk about uh, the next, you know, cello pro show coming up and you going up against Brooke Baker, how do we see um getting pinned? Like, what is that finishing maneuver? Is there a new finishing maneuver that you're going to introduce? Are, you, are we going to be surprised? What, what are we looking forward
2: to here? I mean, one thing. Look, the, the matches can end a lot of ways. Let's not forget that there is pinfall, there is submission, there is ten count, there is knockout, there is disqualification, and I don't know what's going to happen when I get in the ring with this asshole. You bleep it if you have to. But who knows how it's going to finish exactly? So, um, got a couple of things. It's not really so much that I've invented anything new. Nobody invents anything new in wrestling. Let's be let's be honest. Uh, but there, there might be one or two things that. Maybe my time on television, I wasn't given the opportunity to show. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'll leave a little bit of mystery on the table. But uh, hopefully, yeah, you'll see a little bit more to the drama king than you've seen in the last couple of years. Okay. Awesome.
0: And, and it really does feel like uh, a, new, a new beginning, a new chapter. Right. I don't know if that's intentional on your part, but just, just following you and seeing – uh, I, I mean, little impressions just says like your pin tweet is uh, has all your booking information, and then like are you talking to you talking to other podcasts and people we know. It does seem like a new chapter, or a new run. So with this with this new run, is there any sort of particular like creative fulfillment or a particular like mindset you're bringing into this? Because uh, we've seen some people come in from Zella before that have been where you've been. Was um, someone in particular? is like is your former your former partner simon gotch and he his mindset was i want to work with someone younger and then he and him and uh pat Monix who's no longer wrestling anymore but he was a young guy old guy that had a really good feud so with this new run uh on the independent scene do you have a certain mindset or a certain creative fulfillment like these are some things i really want to do or is it just more go with the flow
2: i mean it's a little bit of both i mean you got to be good with the flow to a certain degree especially the way things are right now yeah. You know who knows how month to month things are going to go. I mean, everything may get shut down in a couple months. But for me, it's about, for the most part, I want to tell stories. I want a chance. I'm coming out of here. Um. In a, in a, I'm coming out of here in a more confident position than when I first started wrestling. Right. And yeah. in that time with WWE, a lot of the time, you don't have, for lack of a better term, you don't have a lot of influence in how the story goes. Right. You you can kind of try to pitch your ideas or, you know, suggest, you know, to creative, but whoever runs the show runs the show out here. There's a, there's a little bit more freedom in a lot of the independent stuff. And I can maybe have a little bit more input into that and not to say, I want to be like writing the cards and writing the show. That's not it at all. It's just more confident in telling the stories I want to tell. I want to do that. It's not about me coming out and busting out 800 new moves. It's about, telling good stories with a lot of talent who I never would have gotten the chance to in any other way.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. And Zello
0: does a great, they do a great job of allowing people the time to do that. Uh, I mean, we cover like six different promotions here in the Chicagoland scene. They're all good at the, they're all good at the really different things. Like we said, when we emailed you, we believe wrestling is a buffet. So what, what do you, what do you like from each promotion, you can you can have that. You can go over here and get this. You can go over here and get that. What Zella Pro does is they they allow people and especially like maybe singles matches to have that amount of time to tell that story, to fully tell that story. So I've no we have no doubt that you'll have the opportunity uh, to do that with a Mr. Brubaker. Um, there was a couple a couple personal things because we couldn't help ourselves. Uh, Chris had a question about. One of your, I believe it. we think it's your show, but Chris, do you want to ask the.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we talked about wrestling as a buffet and one of the things that I enjoy is whiskey and I
2: seen wrestling with whiskey. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just kind of this passion side project that grew kind of randomly, but organically a couple of years ago. I just wanted to, um, as I put it, drink like an adult um i was uh, a couple of years i was done you know partying and just shooting back shots and and everything like that whatever that that scene just didn't appeal to me anymore but I, i i wanted to enjoy a drink and so my dad was always a scotch drinker uh drinking you know like scotch meat and stuff like that so i'm like how the hell do you do that and i kind of for lack of a better term trained myself to do that with by like with a chaser and a drink and like until I no longer needed the chaser, and I discovered the world of you know whiskey, like like there is with wrestling. There's fans and blogs and YouTube shows and mm-hmm. podcast, oh, yeah. all dedicated to whiskey. There's a there's a niche for everything out there. There's a community for everything, right. and the one I found in whiskey was just very engrossing, and it just kind of exploded from there.
1: So is this uh, so this this it's a YouTube channel, right? Mm-hmm. And then I believe that there's also going to be there, there is, or there's about to be a Patreon associated with it.
2: So there is one I've had one kind of on and off. I was doing some mm-hmm. little extra content, but the project I've always wanted to do, but I kind of hadn't been able to do until just now was starting a single barrel club through Patreon. So what that, again, I won't go into the long, long <laughs> but basically there's a long tradition in America: there's single barrels of whiskey. Can be very unique to each other, even if they're sitting in the same warehouse or whatever. It's mm-hmm. amazing how different they can be. And that's something I've learned. And so there's a kind of a trend of groups or stores. You're able to go buy your own individual barrel, which is usually a couple hundred bottles. And it might be it's kind of the it's the only barrel of its kind, the only thing that'll taste exactly like that. Okay. You know, Jack Daniels is made up of 10,000 barrels per batch, so mm-hmm. that tastes the same every time. But this this barrel. Will only taste like that. So I want to go and I'm partnering with a store here in Illinois and we're, we're going to buy barrels and then uh, people in the club will have a chance to buy them and it'll be like our own individual barrel. Again, unique to us. Nobody else can get access to that. So it's just kind of my way of expanding my own knowledge and passion and, and palate and then also bringing that to a lot of other people. Sign me up. I'm getting thirsty and I know it's just <laughs> one o'clock. Yeah join us <laughs>
0: yeah easy man i have to answer emails after this so uh <laughs> take everyone take it easy um cool are you cubs or Sox fan
2: so i'm not a big baseball guy so i've never okay. been super emotionally either way but that being said i can't stand wrigleyville on a game day <laughs> and my family grew up on the south side so i gotta go socks okay cool there you go no any, i any I, other I, sports yeah um, so I, I was a huge Bulls fan growing up. Okay. Um, I, uh, I was the kid, you know, we driving around shooting fireworks out of the car after the NBA championship uh-huh. win, and stuff like that. Um, Bears was never it was like, hey, Godspeed to them if they do well. But mainly a Bulls kid growing up, and uh, I was a bit into Blackhawks a bit in high school because I used to work at a hockey rink. So I got into hockey for like three years, really randomly. Cool, awesome. One day, I'm going
1: to get somebody to say Chicago
0: Fire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. I'm I'm a a
0: lonely soldier on that one. Oh, man. No, I hear Wrigleyville can be overwhelming. I'll never, ever live there. I only visit there. It's like visiting an amusement park. You just go there, and you're just like, okay, how can we leave as soon as possible? Even though I'm a Cubs fan, but it's just way way, – outside of a pandemic, it's way too many bros, and it's just way too much. uh, Totally. Cool. Cool. Chris is Chris is prepared. Uh, word association, right? So um, in a
1: normal uh, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a time where we would have more time with you, we would put you through the wrestling buffet line, which would indicate that we had a salad bar section, a hot plate, and a dessert. This is usually the dessert portion, right? Where it's just some fun, and okay. we basically do word association. Which uh, rules to that is I'm gonna say something, and the first word that comes to mind is what you shout out. Are you ready? <laughs> I
2: don't one word answers.
0: One word
1: answers. It's only a few. I think it's right. six or seven here. All right. So the first one is Chicago. Fire. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> That's it. We can close it down. We don't yeah. need to go through the rest of them. <laughs> All right. Uh, Twitch. Game. Wrestling with whiskey.
2: Mm-mm. That counts. Seller pro. <laughs> Best in Chicago. I know one word, but sorry. <laughs> Brubaker. Douche. <laughs> Wrestling. Amazing. That's it. It was really That's good. All. I like the that douche, yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, uh, I hope this was the most enjoyable 20 minutes of your media run. Probably not, but it was really great to talk to you. Um, and yeah it felt natural it felt normal so September 17th is the upcoming Zello Pro Show uh, Wrestling on Weed Street um, the Drama King versus the Filth King uh, we're cheering for you we hope you kick Brewbreaker's ass we've seen him get uh, stink face before it's always enjoyable I, I, Brewbreaker is a staple here but he's a staple that he's a, he, he's a staple that needs to be turned into a punching bag And uh, so, <laughs>
2: Touche happy to do it too
0: Great. Um, and yeah, and yeah, so uh, all safety precautions are going to be in place, mask, et cetera, et cetera, limited attendance. And hopefully we get to see you there as well. Uh, before we go, we'll have all the links and everything for Zello in the description slash article on twosonface.com. Before we go, anything else you, you want to say or promote or just, uh, in your mind?
2: I mean, no, just, uh, we say drama king, Matt, you can find me, but uh, that's my main social media presence on Twitter and Instagram, but wrestling with whiskey is also out there youtube instagram uh twitter just search wrestling with whiskey and you will find
1: awesome well thank you so much and i'll definitely be
2: uh looking at that patreon page later (laughs) hell yeah man all right thanks for your time Matt. absolutely thank you guys very much it's a thing to see, Yes, it's a thing to be Sports entertainer in the 21st century I'm gonna make you clap I'm gonna make you cheer You'll kick somebody in the teeth Until there's money out the rear And just when you think That ain't in English a joke I'll shove my boot right down your throat And then I'll sing as you choke